Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Thanks for tuning in. It is officially True Crime Tuesdays here on Messy Closet. And as always, thank you to everyone who tunes in and to Soundtrap and Podbean for helping me bring you this episode of Messy Closet. Today we are talking about a case that has riveted the world since 2007, and that is of Madeline McCann. Now, her Gen X parents were on vacation from the UK in Portugal, and their daughter went missing one night. Madeline was born May 12th, 2003, and she went missing on May 3rd, 2007, at the age of three in Praia da Luz, Portugal. And she was taken, or missing, from her bed in the apartment that they rented on this holiday. The Daily Mail has described her disappearance as the most heavily reported missing persons case in modern history and her whereabouts are still unknown but it is said that german prosecutors believe she is no longer alive parents jerry and kate they've been in the news since 2007 and there's just been all this speculation over whether she's with us still or she's gone but now a 21 year old woman from Poland, her name is Julie Wendell, believes that she is Madeline McCann and the McCanns have agreed to do a DNA test based on some of the things that she has put forth in her videos. This is referring to her eye speck and the freckle on her leg. So the McCanns are going to do this DNA test and I'm hoping for the best for everyone all around because this girl is very stressed in her videos and she's talking about how things in her childhood don't seem to add up and she doesn't remember a lot of her childhood, but she remembers being in a room that was white, which describes this resort. So let's get back to the case. Madeline has been missing for 15 years nine months and 18 days to this date. They were on holiday from the United Kingdom with her parents and her two-year-old twin siblings and some family friends and their children. And all of the children were left alone and there was rotations that the adults would go and walk every half an hour to check all of the apartments and check the kids. They were at a restaurant, a tapas restaurant, which is only 180 feet or 55 meters away from this apartment. So it's a very close distance. At 9.30 p.m., they were going to do a check and a friend said that she would go and came back and said everything was fine. At 10 p.m., when Kate McCann went to the apartment, she discovered that Madeline was missing. The Independent UK has a really great article and leading up to the point where the family is away and they put the children to bed 
at 8.30 p.m. And they went out, they left the doors unlocked, and they had a rota system in place. So the parents all returned every half an hour to check on them. And as I said, Kate McCann took her turn and she came back to the apartment at 10 p.m. She raced back to the restaurant screaming, Madeline's gone, someone's taken her. And this is when the police were called very quickly and 60 staff and fellow guests, they searched the complex, calling out the girl's name in vain until daybreak the following morning. Then the border police and airport staff were put on alert and hundreds of volunteers joined the efforts to find the missing girl over the coming days and this was just becoming now a worldwide sensation. They arrived at the resort on April 28th. So if someone was watching and looking for patterns to take her, they were watching and realizing that the parents had a pattern of every 30 minutes checking on the kids, which meant there was 30 minutes where you could go in and out pretty much undetected until the parents came back. And considering it was closer to 10 p.m. when she was discovered missing, that would mean that more people were out of their rooms or asleep or not paying attention because they had been drinking and maybe wouldn't see or notice or think something was off because they were just not looking for something like that. It came to the point where the Portuguese authority would attract criticism over their conduct in the crucial earliest hours of the investigation when the trail might have still been warm, accused of making rudimentary mistakes like failing to conduct a house-by-house -house search of every local residence or interview all of the guests at the resort, acting slowly to erect roadblocks and potentially compromising forensic evidence at the crime scene through carelessness and in caution. The police initially stated that they believed Madeline was still alive and had been abducted from the room by a stranger and described the parents' anguish and despair over vanishing. And then on May 26th, police issued a description of a suspicious man seen on the night of her disappearance the individual in question was spotted by Jane Tanner, and Jane Tanner is one of the McCann's dining companions, and she said she had seen a Mediterranean man with dark hair and beige trousers carrying a child close to the apartment when she went to check on her own children, and Scotland Yard would later dismiss this as a red herring. So this was not a sighting. And it seems weird because she was checking on her own children. And that's a weird statement to make because I thought that the rotation was to check on all of the children. So it seems like Madeline could have been missing from earlier than that if this woman's statement of, I went to check on my own children earlier, was true. Very, very strange statement. And I know that they looked into the parents, but it makes me wonder if one of the dining companions could have had something to do with it as well. Now it's getting into a huge media circus, but the McCanns had set up Madeline's Fund on May 15th, and this was to raise cash to support the investigation and keep the profile high and attracting donations from these really high-profile celebrities. So Richard Branson, Simon Cowell, J.K. Rowling, and Colleen Rooney all donated and by may 30th this case was so huge that the
the McCanns were flown out to meet the Pope at the Vatican in Sir Philip Green's Learjet. The first suspect, though, was a local man named Robert Murat, and he had his house and his car and his swimming pool drained. Everything was searched. His electronics were confiscated, but there was absolutely no evidence that linked him to Madeline, and the case against him was dropped. But by June, the Portuguese police admitted that they had failed to protect potentially useful evidence at the scene as frustration with the lack of developments grew and the media began to question whether the McCanns had been involved in the matter. And this is where all the tabloids came in and they denied everything. But because they were physicians, there were these theories out there that said they had a habit of sedating their children and they're saying that there was a lot of inconsistencies in their version of events and I think the main issue is that they left the kids alone but all of the other parents were also doing it and you know, I really, I don't know what to say about that. I don't know if that's something I, I would do. I'm not trying to criticize them in any way. I'm just a very nervous person and I would not be able to do that. But what happened was now the hostility against the McCanns is growing. It's like intense. And it was described by Roy Greenslade of The Guardian as, quote, no journalistic accident, but a sustained campaign of vitriol against a grief-stricken family. And this is just all of this anger from the, the media, the public, was turning on these parents as though they may have had something to do with their daughter's disappearance. Now, I understand that there are certain parents and there are many cases where parents did have to do with the disappearance of their children, but I believe that looking for other suspects first makes the most sense. And then if you can't find any, focus on the parents because the parents aren't going anywhere unless they run. But they're either innocent or they're trying to get away with it. But other suspects will run and you run the risk of losing all of that evidence as we see happened in this case. The Portuguese police had been offered assistance from a South African police officer and were given two British Spaniel sniffer dogs, but they were really upset with this intrusion. And it just, the relations started to sour. And then by August, it was 100 days since Madeline was missing, the police for the first time admitted that she may never be sound and they also told the McCanns that they were no longer considering the matter an abduction case, but rather a murder inquiry. Imagine having to hear that. That just, mm-mm. Daughter's missing. There's a smear campaign against them, and now it is September, and the parents are suspects. So the parents were told that the dogs had discovered DNA evidence from the missing girl in the boot of their holiday rental car. Now, the, the, her DNA should have been all over the inside of the rental car. And if anything of hers, like a bottle or, you know, snacks she was eating ended up in the trunk spilling out of a bag, of course some of her DNA is going to be in that car. So that doesn't really 
make any sense to me. But again, now there is this, as we've heard, smear campaign against them. So the police picked up on that. The suspicion lingered until the following July. So over a year after she was missing, they lived under this suspicion that they were suspects. But they were allowed to return to Britain on September 9th. The next day, the chief inspector signed a nine-page report concluding that Madeline had died in their apartment as a result of an accident and that the tapas dinner and the rota checks on the McCann children had been part of a planned cover-up and the family's friends helped to mislead the police and the McCanns had concealed the body and then faked an abduction. A public prosecutor applied for the confiscation of the McCann's diary and Jerry McCann's laptop and the group's phone records. And then on October 2nd, that chief inspector was removed from the case and transferred after alleging that the British police were only interested in pursuing leads favorable to the McCanns. And this man, Goncalo Amaral, wrote a book called Maddie, The Truth of the Lie. And the following summer, this was a lengthy battle with the McCanns and it would go back and forth until March of 2017. And at that point, Jerry McCann put out a video in November and he said that his family was being watched by a predator, which is something I speculated earlier could have happened. And he and his wife had become to uh, come to believe that a potential perpetrator could have seen the note in the resort's guest book visible to all in the reception, noting their arrangements and figuring out how to take her. Later on January 20th, 2008, the couple released a sketch of a quote, creepy man that they said were seen loitering around the Ocean Club. And in April, a month before the one year anniversary, Portuguese police traveled to the UK to conduct further interviews with the McCann's friends. And then July 21st, Portugal's Attorney General, Fernando José Pinto Montiero, announced that there was no evidence to link either the McCanns or Robert Murat to the disappearance in this unsolved case. Continued and continued to search for her. There was a cold trail. There's nothing going on. And in May of 2011, they wrote their own book about their ordeal and the book is just simply titled Madeline. And it's just so sad because we get to now 2013 and Scotland Yard formally announces a new investigation saying it had identified 41, 41 potential suspects. And that same month, the BBC Crime Watch released an eFit image of a man of particular interest who had been seen in Praia del Luz with a child matching Madeline's description in May of 2007. 2014, Portuguese detectives were still not able to locate any sort of new evidence. And it just was such a mountain of phone calls and sightings and statements, 8,000 potential sightings, over 1,300 statements, and over 1,000 exhibits of 
all this sort of evidence and 650 offenders and 60 persons of interest and there was just no really definitive way to point at anyone but in june of 2020 the german media revealed that christian bruckner a 43 year old prisoner with a track record of child abuse and drug trafficking had been identified as a new suspect by the public prosecutor in the city of Braunschweig. He was actually living close by to the resort in a Volkswagen camper and a woman suggested that she saw a girl that might have been Madeline speaking German in a supermarket in Portugal in 2017. German authorities are very confident that Bruckner is responsible for kidnapping her, saying that in 2021, they found an abandoned cellar beneath a place where he formerly lived, where she theoretically could have been held. When asked about evidence, the response was, if you knew the evidence we had, you would come to the same conclusion as I do. But I can't give you details because we don't want the accused to know what we have on him. These are tactical considerations. And this is a direct quote to the BBC. So Madeline's fund still has three quarters of a million dollars or pounds to be spent. And the McCanns can continue to uh, bankroll their private investigation to find their daughter. Now, in April of 2022, April 21st, exactly, Mr. Bruckner was formally made a suspect. It's about the latest break in the case until a few days ago, a 21-year-old woman from Poland going viral because she claims to be Madeline McCann, and her name is Julia Wendell, and she has an Instagram, and her Instagram handle is I am Madeline McCann, and a bio reads, help me. I need to talk with Kate and Jerry McCann. And she seems convinced that she believes she has enough evidence to warrant a DNA test, which, as I said, the McCanns did agree to. But I find it funny that she went on Instagram instead of TikTok, where TikTok can go more viral more quickly. Just a strange little, I don't know, idiosyncrasy in my own brain. Madeline would be 19 years old today, but this woman, who is 21, believes her age could be wrong, and she has all of these other clues that link up, including the speck in the eye and this particular beauty mark on her leg. So she didn't specify what it was. She heard something, something from her grandmother a few months ago, and she didn't really have a lot of evidence, just the freckle and the speck. And she went to Instagram and she started to plead to get a DNA test done with this, this family. She said, quote, I called my local police, Capital City Police, the Met Police, Portugal Police, and Crime Stoppers a few months ago. I talked with Operation Grange, too, and she told this to the magazine The Tab. So she said that she's been attempting to make contact with the McCann family, and her Instagram profile becoming viral may have helped it because they agreed, again, to this DNA test. 
And I am so curious to see what the results are going to be. I don't know about you. I'm hoping it's her. Secretly, I just am hoping it's her. For everyone's sake, I just want that reunion. I just want to put that out there. But, you know, it's a long shot. The New York Post is reporting that she doesn't remember her early days. And she remembers this holiday in a hot place. It was a beach. It was white or very light colored buildings with apartments. And she says, I have similar eyes, shape of face, ears, lips. I had the gap between the teeth as Madeline. And she said, I need to know the truth. I need a DNA test. And I need to talk with Madeline's parents. Help me. She also shared the police sketch of the man that multiple witnesses saw carrying a child the night that Madeline disappeared. And she says, I recognize this person. It looks very similar to my abuser. And she didn't say what kind of abuse she suffered, but she said that she was the victim of a German pedophile. Understandably, this young woman is stressed and she has stated it. And a lot of people are talking about, of course, because they feel that they have the authority to her mental health, her mental state, um, along with the mental state of anyone who has gone through trauma. Sometimes you're not in the best place. And when you're desperate for things like answers because you're unsure of what's going on, um, I think that her mental state is pretty much exactly where it should be. But we will see what happens with this DNA test. Like I said, I'm really hoping all around that it turns out that they can reunite and you know, maybe whatever's going on with this young woman, she can find some closure. But clearly something sparked her enough to go and research and find this case where she thinks that she might be this young woman. It's incredible because the case in and of itself was incredible. And I remember hearing about all of these leads and seeing pictures in tabloids of a very young girl that would similar, she looked similar to Madeline McCann. And, you know, they would say spotted in this country, spotted in this country. And, you know, the German authorities believe that they have their guy. Her parents have not given up. And this young woman has brought a lot of new attention to the case, which is a great thing regardless because maybe her parents can finally get some closure. Obviously, the story continues and there will be more updates as we find out what these DNA results have to say. But as for the entire case, it's just so sad and it's so tragic. And I do feel for the parents because they really did seem so incredibly distraught and just overwhelmed with anguish and grief that their daughter is missing and has been missing for all these years. I just can't. I will be awaiting all of this just like you with bated breath. And 
Stay tuned for more True Crime Tuesdays because I am an absolute true crime aficionado. I will watch Forensic Files, ID, How It Really Happened, Very Scary People. The only thing I could not get through was the Netflix Dahmer documentary drama, whatever thing it was. I believe that that just glorified what that man did and what he put so many people through and their families through. But again, that's just my opinion. You can agree, you can disagree, but let's hope for the best or some sort of closure and conclusion to what happened to this beautiful young girl named Madeline McCann all those years ago in 2007 when she disappeared from her family's apartment in Portugal. Oh, what a nightmare. So with that, thank you for tuning in to this True Crime Tuesday on Messy Closet Podcast. And don't forget to keep art and keep love alive.